Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Wednesday, August the 22nd, 2012. I am your host, Paladino Joey. This is episode number 115 of Purple Mafia. I thank each and every one of you once again for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great, great big deal to me and I hope it's a big deal to you. Thank Dylan Richardson, as always, for introducing me. At the beginning, that was of course the voice of Dylan Richards at the beginning calling me Paladino Joey. And yes, as mentioned, I am your host Paladino Joey or Joey Wygen. So yeah, the Minnesota Vikings preseason is underway. Training camp has broken. It's it's over. Terrific. Uh, we're going to, of course, talk about the two preseason games, not one, of course. So that's kind of how I wanted to do it this time with the preseason. Not really much about the uh, breaking down the games. It's more about breaking down the performances of certain players, certain positions, how things are going. Uh, no cuts as of yet. So probably on the next show, well, most likely on the next show, there will be cuts to talk about. Maybe some significant ones. Because there's always ones that you're like thinking, oh, wow, he got cut. Well, that's, that's a little surprising. And again, that's always how it goes. We do have a call-in today. Yes, sir, we have a call-in after a hiatus on episode number 114. We have a call-in from Sebastian Balls. He talks uh, in general just like basically the same approach I'm headed for here. Not breaking down game-by-game type stuff, but more or less breaking down the way certain players are performing, certain important ones. Very cool job by Sebastian Balls there, and, uh, well, he joins now. Hey, uh, Sebastian calling again. I was wanting to talk about Christian Ponder, say Joseph Ellis, Joe Webb, and Bethel Thompson today. Uh, I think we should keep Bethel Thompson over, say, Rosenfeld. Rosenfeld is an experienced veteran, but he does not have, I shouldn't even say experience, he's very limited experience. He's not doing anything good for us that I can see. Bethel Thompson has an arm. He can develop uh, practice-wise, I guess you could say. Uh, the way Ponder gets hurt, he'll probably play a game or two this year. Uh, Webb is not looking good at all, in my opinion. Missing throws like Donovan McNabb. Uh, but those are just little cosmetic changes in how you throw, I guess you could say it that way, too. Bethel Thompson, you saw him. It's just insanely good against San Francisco. Uh, so, yeah, Christian Ponder's looking insanely good this year. Or, no Tom Brady yet, but still, 
looking a lot better than he did last year to the sheer fact of he's getting protection most of the time. Uh, Khalil is actually looking pretty dang good, too. Uh, I know you're a big Khalil fan and wanted to put that in there. Thanks for letting me call in again and be listening. Hey, and never a problem, Sebastian. Always, always a welcome member of this show. Always welcome to call in Sebastian Balls. Very, very terrific. Those of you out there, if you'd like to call in, the number is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Mention which show you're calling in for, which is, of course, Purple Mafia. Do your statement, shout-out, comment, and uh, there you go. There you go, indeed. So as mentioned before, this is, of course, Pro Mafia, <laughs> episode 15, 115. It is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. All right, let's continue where uh, Sebastian left us. Well, yeah, uh, Sebastian's comments, yeah, talking mostly about the quarterbacks there. Thank you for the, the little uh, <laughs> the little throw-in at the end about Matt Khalil. Yeah, I mean, hey, offensive line, I'm telling you. The offensive line already looks better. It does. Now that we're actually seeing guys playing against uh, real NFL players, yeah, it's preseason, but it's practice, and you get to see you get to see real guys going against other real guys and other teams. It's a it's like a legit practice, you could say. Matt Khalil looks looks the part. He looks fantastic. The offensive line is better. It's not superb yet, but it's definitely better. So as for the quarterbacks. Yeah, Sage Rosenfels. Not nothing spectacular out of him. No, I can understand the the, the cock and uh, Joe Webb looks. Uh, yeah, Joe Webb look has looked pretty pathetic out there thus far. Pathetic. Uh, Bethel Thompson. Well, I think he's a little raw, but yeah, he does have some raw talent to keep the word raw going. You know, he's one of those guys who's who's tricky. You probably you probably do want to keep him just to see. Just in case, you probably do. I mean, it's not like Rosenfels and Webb are these can't-miss guys that, uh-oh, if, if one of them leaves, it's all over. And especially Rosenfels. I can understand where you're coming from there, Sebastian, where Rosenfels, well, it, it's kind of like you could say his ship has sailed in a lot of ways. Though it wouldn't kill me if he's like the third, if he was on the roster, because it's he's at least a veteran backup. Not necessarily to help the team win games or anything, but more, you know, to kind of help Christian Ponder. Just being in the league and seeing other players in, in Sage's day has got to at least help a little bit. I mean, Sage has been in the NFL for a long time. Sure, he hasn't played in, like, you know, <laughs> 160 games or anything. But, yeah, I mean, Sage Rosenfels, I did think he kind of got the raw, raw deal on occasion in the past. Right now, I wouldn't necessarily get a raw deal if he was if he was traded or 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 something along the along those lines. I'm not sure we'd even get much for him if he was traded. Joe Webb, I think we'd get something. I think you could possibly get a fifth round pick, fourth or fifth round pick for Joe Webb. Maybe maybe you'd have to settle for a sixth, which is funny because that's where he was taken. But uh, I don't know. I think you could maybe get a, you get him for a fourth or fifth round pick. Maybe I'm crazy to say that. That's your opinion, that's why you're free to post on the Facebook page or call in or whatever or t- uh, tweet me either way, Purple Mafia. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. 
I guess I'm kind of leaning towards maybe Webgon and Rosenfeld staying. Say we keep Bethel Thompson. You know, Bethel Thompson's one of those funny uh, developmental guys like Tyler Thigpen was a few years ago that we tried to let go, and hopefully he was going to make it to the practice guide. But, oh, the Kansas City Chiefs took him. And why do you think the Chiefs took him? Because the Kansas City Chiefs saw Tyler Thigpen uh, during the scrimmages. Yeah, that had something to do with it. So, you know, when Kansas City and Minnesota used to have those, now apparently we don't have those anymore. Too many fights, and yeah, and a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of intel going on. That helped us lose Tyler Thigpen years ago. He didn't look exactly very good against the Minnesota Vikings late in the uh, <laughs> late in the most recent game, the fourth quarter. Tyler Thigpen and Audie Cole. Yeah, truth in linebacker, not truth in engineering. Yeah, we'll get to that later, Audie Cole. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Audie. I don't like companies that show off that much, <laughs> show off as much as they do. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of hard for me to buy a company that thinks they're smarter than everybody else. Yeah, but we'll leave that alone. Sebastian, great call-in. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm leaning towards Webb. And, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, Webb is kind of like the microwave off the bench kind of guy. And Sage, you're maybe better off with him starting games. Then again, Webb looked good against Washington in the past. But Ponder's not going to learn any, anything from Webb. And I think he's more likely to learn from Sage. But how much does Sage have to offer in terms of uh, learning. So I guess in the end, Joe Webb is never going to be the full-time starter for the Minnesota Vikings. So maybe, possibly look at trading him. Maybe. Unless you feel that Ponder is fine and doesn't need a veteran quarterback in the roster. That's the reason why I'd say keep Webb in that sense. But... <sighs> Otherwise, it's like keeping Sage is good, but the only thing is I don't know how much longer Sage is going to be in the league. I mean, this is probably his last year. Ah, you know, it, it, it's a tough deal, and I know in radio you want you want to be black and white, not gray. It's tough. In in the end, you bring up a valuable point, Sebastian. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it, it's a catch twenty two. It it really is. I guess in the end, yeah, um, yeah. Go, let's go, let's go the Sebastian route. Possibly, maybe Sage if if he's completely just washed up. Which, yeah, I can definitely see that argument. <laughs> and he does look completely washed up. I mean, he's worse than Bubby Brister, isn't he? You know, Bubby Brister was a few years ago, but but Bubby did help Dante Culpepper get started. So yeah, Ponder, as mentioned, as we're going to talk about Christian Ponder extensively in today's show. Hopefully this show won't be as long as some of the ones in the past. I mean, there, there's a little bit less reason to talk too long. I mean, we got the stadium wrapped up. Uh, preseason, there's only so much you can say, ultimately, about the preseason. And it's not like there's a bajillion comments on the Facebook page right now. Those of you out there, yeah, please do join the Facebook page, as mentioned. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Click like, join it. That would be, I mean, that's how you join it. That would be very nice to have you on board there. But, um, yeah, good good thoughts, Sebastian. Um, but it's like, yeah, if you're going to keep Webb, you have to, he has to be understanding of the likelihood he's not going to, he's probably never going to be a full-time starter on this team unless uh, Ponder sees a lot of, uh, unless Ponder misses a lot of time. 
I mean, some people some people believe that Webb is better off coming in the game and not starting a game. Say, if Ponder's hurt, he's better off being the guy who comes in, and then Sage would be the guy that would start the following game. Though, I mean, Webb has started already, so... And he's he's done some crazy stuff. He's won some games. Maybe he's the kind of guy that could help you get through a couple of tough matchups if Ponder were to miss three to four games or something during a successful season. He could squeak out a couple wins from you just in time for Ponder to come back and keep things going to your 11-5 and five record and see where we go from there. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting conversation, Sebastian. You always, uh, you always like to bring up good topics, and that's why it's fantastic calling. Very, very young guy, but very good. You know, very good stuff. Very good stuff. So those of you out there, yeah, I mean, I, I, I posted a question on the Facebook page about a couple of weeks ago here. Yeah, August 10th. So who's picking the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, Sebastian says, I want it, but I just can't. I keep feeling Smith will get injured and they will fall apart. And yeah, you know, that's the thing. I'm. It's one of those deals, and this stat was brought up not too long ago where really... <laughs> The teams that lose the NFC title game basically never you know, go back. I mean, they actually they very rarely win a playoff game. The last team to do it was the Philadelphia Eagles back in 04 when they actually went on to go to the Super Bowl. Um, that's the last team to do it, the NFC title game. The AFC title game was similar with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They went on to win it in 05. I remember that. But it, it's rare. You know, Usually the teams go down. 49ers are young enough and have enough talent to possibly go back, but I don't know. It's funky. It's going to be really tough to pick the uh, NFC championship game, we'll say. There's one team a lot of everybody's going to pretty much say, yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl and going to win it. We all know who they are. They're they're, they're our eastern neighbor. We all know who they are. But outside of that, you got the Giants who are the defending champs and the Niners and yeah, this topic's kind of bouncing around a bit. This is more for, like, the introduction of the season. But, uh, yep, me and Sebastian have an extended conversation there. Do check that out. Very cool. He's saying how the audio is better. I do appreciate that a lot. As, yeah, there is a new microphone now from this show. And, of course, Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild, the other two shows for the other for two other teams in this town. Do check those out if you can. Whenever... Sebastian like really liked the first throw from Ponder, <laughs> and he liked the kick from uh, the new guy. Yes, sir. That being Blair Walsh. Uh, Blair Walsh, yeah, up to a good start in the preseason. Made his first two kicks. The Vikings only got six points in that 49er game. A very, very boring game. Uh, he was saying how there's still run stopping issues, and yeah, I mean that was that was kind of frustrating. It was a pretty. It was a pretty. Uh, it was a pretty. Uh, um, Unexciting. It was a pretty unexciting game. The Vikings' run defense still not that not that great. I mean, yeah, it's noticeable that Pat Williams is gone. I I honestly think Kevin Williams has dropped dropped off a bit the past. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the past couple of years here, I think Kevin Williams has been dropping off. He was uh, Sebastian continues saying how Khalil did decently good, and he's on the Bethel Thompson bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Lots of Sebastian on you. You guys better get posting on you, otherwise Sebastian's going to take over the whole show. <laughs> yep, Chris Tucker does post in in there a little bit of photo. Uh, Sebastian's new jersey. He posted on there. He got a Jared Allen jersey. That's good. 
Chris Tucker also posting his his new jersey on there as well. His is an Adrian Peterson. Good stuff always. A couple people talking there. <laughs> Actually, yes, it is an Adrian Peterson jersey, a purple one. He's talking about how he's uh he's also talking about how he, uh, he wishes he was in mini so he had access to more but the good news is he's grabbed he grabbed the tickets to the Vikings game in Seattle because well yeah he's uh yeah I mean he lives in Vancouver that's awfully close to Seattle so at least he gets to see him there that's gonna be good he says P.S. Sanford and Raymond are trash at safety poor Harrison Smith I hate to say it but Greg Child's injury is looking bigger than I thought super thin core correction Oh, he ordered a white Jared, but uh, but says that Sebastian, your purple is nice. Yep, that's good stuff. He called him SB. At first, I was like Super Bowl. Wait a minute, no, Sebastian. <laughs> so they're having a little conversation there. Hey, it's nice to see you guys interacting with each other. That's always a very good, healthy thing. It is indeed. Um, yeah, uh, that's the thing. The secondary. That's let's just get to it now. Why not? since this is mostly going to be kind of general review of both of the games. Yeah, the secondary sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It still sucks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Harrison Smith looks like he's far and away the best guy. Mr. Raymond looks uh, not that good. Jamarca Sanford, I, yeah, yeah, that's cute. Jamarca, freaking Sanford. Man, you think I'm going to put myself through that again? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny joke. It's, it's definitely a funny joke. Uh, Jamarcus Sanford, yeah, uh-huh. Great stuff. The guy the guy really can't play. He's just like Medea Williams in terms of, well, he can hit people hard, but what else can he do? You know, we're, we're happy for him. <coughs> I'm going to stop making jokes about what he did to uh, E.J. Henderson a few years ago. But, yeah, just hit the right guy, right? <laughs> it's, that was pretty bad. Uh... I th- I'm not sure about the, the receivers being too, too, uh, I don't know if I completely agree with the receiver core being that thin. They're, um, it didn't look good in the San Francisco game, no, but, I mean, Christian Ponder, by the way, is, start- is really starting to look like a competent guy. Forgive me if this seems a little bit like I'm bouncing around, but that's kind of how we're going to have to go at this point. So I guess we'll, st- I guess to make it more organized, we're going to have to start, we'll do it by positions real quick, since we were still talking about quarterbacks. Let's get to Christian Ponder right now, and then I'll start talking about receivers and all that. I was just trying to keep up with what you guys were posting on there. Now I won't have to worry too much. Christian Ponder. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Ponder. Sebastian Ball is saying how Simpson was awesome. I might be back on the Ponder bandwagon. Yeah, I mean, and I say, why not? Why wouldn't you want to be on the Ponder bandwagon? He, uh... <laughs> he, you know, Christian Ponder starting to look better. Sebastian's saying his favorite show is my third show ever listened to in Triple Mafia was right after Chester Taylor. Yep, yep, yep. I remember when he talked about losing Chester Taylor. He really liked that show, and I kind of went on about how Taylor was, yeah, more about the money, unfortunately, in the end than about the team, and that's what they're talking about in behind the scenes. Yep, I mean, yep. So sometimes they bounce around because I want to be able to respond to these guys, uh, to Sebastian and Tony and, and Chris Tucker and guys like that. We'll get to his next post, yeah, because that was the previous game here, the Buffalo game. We'll get to those in a little bit. But overall, in the preseason, Christian Ponder, now that we can finally get to 
<laughs> the point here. Yeah, Christian Ponder looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL now. Now, so so far. And I really hope this continues. Last year he looked kind of weird out there. He looked kind of weird other than other than his first ever game against the Green Bay Packers when it's like, here we go. But you got to think that was 90% adrenaline. You know, it's your first start. You're very excited. You're ready to rock and roll. It's time to make a good impression. You're at home against, you know, you're at home in front of all your fans and everything. This is just going to be a rock and roll. We're going to we're going to do the best we can to try to beat the best team in the world. And the Vikings, doggone it, almost beat the best team, the best team in the regular season, not the best team in the world. Yeah, <laughs> the best team in the world wears red, white, and blue, and they were only nine and seven last year, which is really funny. And they took out the Packers, but yeah, so they really earned it. But um, again, to the point for the 99th time, Christian Ponder, yeah, looks like a starting quarterback out there now. He does. He looks more poised. His passes are more accurate. His arms seem stronger. He's uh, he's not just going for. A, he's not like forcing plays to receivers that aren't there, a la Warren Moon, who at 38 still hadn't figured that out for some stinking reason. I mean, that guy, yeah. At age 38, as great as he was, he still lacked a little common sense there. Uh, but he's also not just tucking the ball away and running, which sometimes, you know, A, a can get you hurt, B can cause a turnover, and, and C is just kind of, I don't know. It's good sometimes, but sometimes it's just not necessary. It doesn't really accomplish much. And yeah, your risk of injury and turnovers goes way up. It, it really does. If there's a big, gigantic hole and it's third and nine, well, yeah, gosh darn it, run and get it, baby. You know, because that does happen sometimes. Everybody's thinking you're going to gun it deep or something or gun it 20 yards down the field and there's nobody near you. Well, get that first down, Christian. But no, he's not just like panicking and running and or trying to force a play. He's throwing the ball away more as well. But overall, his whole gamesmanship out there looks dramatically better. He looks like he, he looks like a legit starting quarterback in the NFL. A superstar? Not yet. Nope. <laughs> a pro bowler? As again, not yet. Nope. <laughs> but he's, he's headed there. There is a legitimate chance Christian Ponder will be a pro bowl quarterback. Multi-pro bowl quarterback in his career. I hope so. Again, he's not there yet. Last year, he looked like a very good chance he could be the next. Rex Grossman, and I hate saying that. I was scared to death, scared to death to say that, and then not only make you guys out there annoyed with me, thinking I'm a little bit too uh, glass half empty, but at the same time, it's scary for me because we've we've been through too much. I've been through a lot as a Viking fan. This is my 21st season watching this team from start to finish, from preseason to whatever the final game of the regular season is. 21st season, folks. There's been a lot of history during those 20, well, 20 previous years. There's been a lot of ups and downs, ladies and gentlemen. The good news is the, the this team is on the uptrend. How much of an uptrend? We'll look deeper into that. It might be the next show or two shows from now where it'll be the official season preview, and we hope to have Dylan Richardson, who I hope is listening right now. <laughs> Dylan Richardson, not only the executive producer of thesportstuff.com, but he's also hosted shows in the past, NFL East to West, the sports fans, and stuff. So he's more than capable behind the mic. More than capable behind the mic. He's also a good producer. And he's also, ladies and gentlemen, he's also a member of The Bears Fan Club. <laughs> yes, so, yes, sir, even though he's from Northern California, he is a Chicago Bears fan. 
Yes, sir. The Bears. So we will uh, do an NFC North. I keep trying to say NFC Central because I'm still trapped in the past, just like I am with video games. <laughs> I'm still trapped in the past. <laughs> the NFC North. We're going to do an NFC North preview later on. We'll talk about the Vikings, the Bears, the Lions, and, and that other team that's that, that uh, couldn't seem to get out of the... Uh, they just couldn't seem to win a playoff game last year, even though they only lost one regular season game. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them when, when we feel like it. We're going to Randy Moss it for now. We'll, we'll talk about the, the that team when we feel like it, yeah. So, again, Christian Ponder, is he the next Aaron Rodgers? Well, yeah, let's not even get there. <laughs> let's not even think about it yet, but, hey, I hope so. I hope he's the next something special. I hope he's the next Christian Ponder, you know what I mean? I hope Christian Ponder is going to be the next big name in the league, along with the Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, because, you know, you have the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning era, guys like that. Phillip Rivers put up stats, but he was an ass, <laughs> and is an ass. Other guys along the way, there was Donovan McNabb for a while there, was one of the better ones. He, he's terrible now, and he'll never play another down again in the NFL. Why is it escaping me some of the other good ones along the way during around that same generation? Of course, far was from like a previous uh, half of a generation or so on the lines there. I mean, there have been a lot of great quarterbacks over the years, and I hope Christian Ponder can be can be one of them again. That would be so cool, wouldn't it? Though that would be that'd be pretty cool. Well, around that that actual generation caught the Culpepper for a short time. They put up ridiculous stats until he had like three tendons torn in his knee. That changed everything. So, really, there's your... I mean, the quarterback situation looks bright right now. It looks like you have a legitimate full-time starting quarterback now. You can finally say that instead of a potential Rex Grossman into a crazy uh, unorthodox Joe Webb. Maybe it's a legit starting quarterback with an exciting backup who looks like crap right now, but hopefully he'll, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of annoying that Webb does look like crap, but hopefully in time he'll get it together again, I guess. I mean, he's, he's never going to be great, but hopefully he improves a little bit there. That'd be nice. So that's pretty much it for the quarterback situation. It's looking promising. Wide receiver, well, we'd like that to look promising as well. Jerome Simpson can play. He can. How, I mean, how how much can he play? Uh, don't know yet. <laughs> he, he, he's not perfect. He drops passes at times. But he's more than capable of putting up really, uh, making a, a really good play here and there. A guy who made a really nice play in the uh, 49ers game. It didn't lead to a touchdown, but it did lead to a field goal early on. Stephen Burton. That's right, Stephen Burton. Oh, and by the way, the number one offense this very uh, very exciting stat was put out there. With Christian Ponder on the field, the Vikings have at least gotten a field goal in every single series in the preseason. So that right there, extremely, um, an extremely good sign for the Minnesota Vikings offense. And this is without, of course, the likes of Adrian Peterson, who will not, repeat, will not play a single down in the preseason. Good or bad, well, good that he won't get hurt. <laughs> bad that he's not going to get his feet wet at all. That's a little bit risky in, in some ways. You might want to get your feet wet a little bit, and he isn't. But no, the wide receiver position, looking uh, it's looking better. It's it's not amazing or anything, but 
in the San Francisco game, it was pretty much useless, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so that's where I, that's where you get a uh, Chris Tucker saying it looks awfully thin. Yeah, it looked pretty weak in that game, but I mean the Buffalo game, it looked a lot stronger, at least significantly stronger. I will say, Christian Tonder, very very good in the game, very good in the game. Ten of thirteen overall. That that's just awesome. It, it really is. Good numbers, and of course, did not turn over the ball. I once called him a pond over because so many interceptions over the course of time. It's like, wait a minute, just who the heck is Jerome Felton? Yeah, he's one of those backup running backs. Ponder did Donner's touchdown pass, and the game went to him, a one-yarder, goal-line type of play. Hey, we'll take it. Blair Walsh did miss a kick in this game, but from 49 yards out. I can't get too mad at him. I mean, look at this. Blair, he made, of course, a 22-yard chip shot kick. He made a 47-yarder. He made a 45-yarder. He made a 40-yarder and a 30-yarder. Yeah, Blair Walsh is, uh, at least in the preseason, you could say Blair Walsh is a beast. Yes, he is. Yeah, he missed a 49-yarder. It was kind of ugly. You could tell it was going to miss right away. But look at all the kicks he did make. And they were all, and he made three kicks, 40 and up. So you got to like that. He was three for four. He had three field goal, or four field goal attempts from 40 yards or more. And was and he made three of four. And he missed the longest one. You're going to miss once in a while, especially those really, <laughs> you know, especially those ones that are about 50 yards. Yeah, Webb was pretty awful in the game. Rosenfels was, uh, you know, just mediocre. He just kind of is who he is. You could say Webb broke loose a 41-yard gain in the game. Oh, yeah, Joe Webb, the quickness of Michael Vick. <laughs> and, yes, he does. Joe Webb does have the quickness of Michael Vick, and he showed it in this game against the Buffalo Bills. Vikings looked uh, pretty strong in the game overall, I'd have to say ball really went all over the place when it comes to receiving. You had uh, Emmanuel Archinot. Yes, sir. He had a 48-yard completion in the game. Yeah, that was from Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder looking pretty dang amazing in the game. I mean, not only is he accurate, but he's able to complete deep passes. He had a 33-yard completion to Jerome Simpson. Uh, Burton had another 26-yard completion. Michael Jenkins had a 35-yard completion from Christian Ponder. Ponder's just all over the place in this game. Percy Harvin, a 21-yard reception in the game as well. I mean, it's uh, it's good stuff. The offense has a lot of potential. Burton did fumble the ball at one point in the game. That was a little bit annoying, a little frustrating. Oh, and real quick, Bethel Thompson in the 49er game had a pretty ugly interception as well. Yeah, just shows he's extremely raw, not necessarily ready to... <laughs> play any legitimate time in the National Football League, that's for sure, but third string, who knows, he did not play in game number two against the vaunted Buffalo Bills, who a lot of people believe will be a playoff team this year. Certainly didn't look at it against the Minnesota Vikings, though I, I, I've got a good feeling that the Vikings are going to have a very strong home record this year. Remember last year, the Vikings won one more road game than they won a home game. They won two games on the road, and one at home. That was unbelievable. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They actually won enough more road games than away game, than home games last year. This year, I think the Vikings are going to have a good home record. 
I think it's plain as day. When you have a lot of young guys like this, a lot of young, a lot of young energy going on, I think that can, yeah, they're they're gonna feed off the home crowd, and they're gonna have a good record this year, I believe. Man, Ponder was just amazing in the game. As I mentioned, ten of thirteen, a hundred and thirty-six yards officially, a quarterback rating of a hundred and thirty-five point four. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week's gold star going to none other than quarterback Christian Ponder. A well-deserved gold star to Christian Ponder. Yeah, usually I give that to one of the, the people on there. But, I mean, there just weren't very many posts from different people this time. And Christian Ponder was so, so freaking good. These two games, I, I have to give it to him. He, he gets the gold star for this week's show, for this, this episode, number 115 of Provo Mafia. Just an amazing, you know, I mean, it makes the fans feel hope for the long-term future of this team. Not the short-term future, the long-term future. Christian Ponder's uh, future is bright indeed. I, I keep talking about him because I'm, I'm excited, man. How could I not be? How could I not be excited? Uh, Toby Gerhardt also, hey, not the yards of legends, but hey, he had a he average five five yards a carry. Six carries, thirty yards. We'll take it. Toby Gerhardt is. I mentioned. I mentioned late. Uh, uh, actually, no. In State of the Vikings address or State of the Vikings twenty twelve, we'll call it. <laughs> to me, is a uh, is a starting running back in the NFL. He is. He could start a running back in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Toby Gerhardt absolutely could be that. Could be a, you know, starter on multiple teams in the league. Of course, with a guy by the name of Adrian Peterson on this roster, that it's not going to happen right now. But later on, possibly. I mean, i got to think Gerhardt's going to be playing after Peterson. The odds would support that because Peterson started, what, four years before Toby. And running back doesn't last forever. We'll, we'll see, but... You know, Gerhardt, I think, is going to be a... He's going to have a nice career in this league. He is. Uh, who's going to be the third <laughs> running back on this team? I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Asiata's uh, stats, though. Matt, Matt Asiata had a really nice game against the Buffalo Bills. He did. He's not the kind of guy you necessarily would have thought. There's your third, third running back, but maybe the possibility exists that uh, a better player will be cut by a team in the next week or two, and the Vikings will take a flyer on that guy. But hey, right as of right now, Matt Asiata, there, there's your third running back. The way the way it appears right now, um, Derek Coleman not nearly as uh, exciting as Matt Asiata, and it's not like I, not like Mr. Matt Mr. Asiata had a spectacular game, but he was overall very good, very good, very good, very strong performance by him. And we'll take it. As Viking fans, we'll take what we can get. Ain't that ain't that the absolute truth? I mean, how can you... Yeah. That Buffalo game was a lot of fun. It, it really was. Now, the Vikings didn't get any sacks in the game, which is kind of weird. Kind of frustrating. You could say... Uh, Larry Dean... I'll just mention this when we're looking on the defensive side of the ball a little bit here. Yeah, he's definitely going to make the team. He's He was all over the place. you got to like that. Uh, Marvin Mitchell. That's right, Marvin Mitchell. 
that's another topic we can get to real quick. Since we're, I guess we could kind of say we're sort of on linebackers. We're going to kind of go defense in general here. Uh, two guys that are absolutely positively going to make the team, in my opinion, and will uh, play significant roles this season are Marvin Mitchell and Andrew Sandiaho. Yes, Andrew Sandiaho, who uh, barely <laughs> cracked, I mean, who showed up here late last year. Minnesota Vikings picked him up off the streets last season. He was a Dallas Cowboy for two games in 2010. He played four games for the Vikings last year. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be playing on Sundays. And he's gonna be playing on <laughs> as many Sundays as as his as health will allow. I I think I think Sindiao is gonna be playing. Not only is he a solid special teams player, but I think he's gonna be playing some safety this year. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Eric Frampton obviously is gonna be here, of course. That's a given. Uh, Josh Robinson. I like what he's doing. I mean, he's already he's, he deflected two passes in the Buffalo game. He finally played. Josh Robinson finally played in a game and he deflected two passes. That's a, very encouraging. He made some mistake. He made some rookie mistakes. I mean, it's his first game ever. He had took a bad angle on one of the plays. But overall, Josh Robinson. I think <laughs> maybe we'll say two years from now, Josh Robinson will be far and away, in my opinion, the best cornerback on the roster, maybe the best guy in the entire secondary. Maybe. He might be your number one guy in your whole secondary, including the likes of Harrison Smith and Chris Cook, of course. Chris Cook, eh, I don't know, man. He's okay. But, uh, yeah, I think Sandiaho and Marvin Mitchell, who's been, Marvin Mitchell, who's been excellent in, in, in the practices, in the training camp, and of course, who's been good in these games. I like Marvin Mitchell. There's even talk that he may he may be putting the pressure on I mean he is putting the pressure on Aaron Henderson for that outside linebacker starting spot. Marvin Mitchell just might be a start it might be the starting outside linebacker come start of the regular season. He's actually been outperforming uh Aaron Henderson thus far, which is kind of sad but but true. It's very true. He was a former New Orleans Saint and Miami Dolphin. And now he is a Viking. Uh, he's played extensive football, seventy-one games to be exact, over here the course of his career. He's obviously a guy who would make the team, no doubt about it. He's a he's an NFL player, but he just might be the starting linebacker and this not so great linebacking core. I mean, I I think he's uh, got a legit shot at it. I'm not the biggest Chad Greenway fan. Jasper Brinkley's the biggest question mark in the history of the world. <laughs> he he really is. Um. And Aaron Henderson is, you know, he's he's okay. He worked his butt off to become a starting linebacker in this league. But he's a starting linebacker for a team that's not exactly got the best, you know, got the most depth in the league at, the, at his position, which is a very safe, <laughs> you know, opinion there. <sighs> it's kind of like, where, where do you go from there? I mean, Marvin Mitchell, I guess. He's, hey, why not? I mean, can, more power to more power to Mr. Mitchell if he can earn that starting position. But uh, if, if he can get enough competition between two guys or three guys or four guys, they just might actually get better, and that would be a good thing. Sometimes, well, obviously, in-team competition can be, can be a really good thing. Uh, Larry Dean also is a guy, yeah, I think he's going to make the team, no doubt. That's another guy who just might push for something. Probably not a starting spot, but significant playing time. Why not? 
Why not at all? You know, why not indeed? Mr. Raymond is starting at the free safety position because, well, who else are you going to put in there? Well, maybe Sindiao. <laughs> maybe. But uh, as of right now, Raymond is still the starting safety. Outside of that, really, the main guy who stood out <laughs> late in that Buffalo game, as I was mentioning earlier, with multiple pick sixes, jumped the route twice on Tyler Thigpen because he saw what Thigpen was going to do. I mean, you could just tell Cole was ready for those for those passes. He made the interceptions, and he went all the way to the end zone. The pay dirt, Adi Cole picked off Tyler Thigpen and took the Vikings to victory as he took the ball to pay dirt, not once, but twice. And the Minnesota Vikings... Even the record in the preseason, one and one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist imitating uh, that that voice. Yeah, I, I love that voice. Old NFL films. Adi Cole. Well, seventh round pick. Looked on as a sleeper. Like, man, man, he could he 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 could be something pretty good. Well, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt he's gonna be on the roster. He's going to have to really earn long-term playing time. I mean, you could say some of it's luck, but hey, not necessarily. He, How many Minnesota Vikings players actually catch the ball when the ball is thrown in their direction for an interception? How many times how, how many times do they actually catch it? Well, not that often. Adi Cole did it twice. Twice. So, we'll take it. Of course, you can never expect that type of thing to happen not once, but twice <laughs> in a game. But Again, we'll take it. Maybe later on, this guy could be a, a huge, a huge fit at the position. I mean, there is obviously there's opportunity at the linebacker spot. I think Adi Cole absolutely should, at minimum, earn the final roster spot at the position. I think he's absolutely done that, at least as of right now. I mean, things that have to completely collapse for him to not do that. Oh, there are two more games. You got the third game of the preseason. Dennis Green's first uh, favorite game of all time, other than the. Uh, in by week and out of by week, as Dennis Green was such had such a great record in those. He got the third game of the preseason. Everybody's gonna play three quarters. And it's not the Bears this time. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Chargers are who we thought they were. Well, they they better be this time. Because they certainly weren't who we thought they were last year. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, isn't that hilarious how that all worked out? Yeah, the Chargers. The way they gave up that lead. We could have had the same outburst last year. The Chargers are who we thought they were, huh? Well, they better be this time. <laughs> oh, man, that was a bad start to the regular season last year. Yeah, we don't want another one of those. But really, the defense in general looked better in the second game than the first game. There's no doubt about that. It was nice to see. It was very refreshing to see pick sixes. It really was. I mean, and it took place within... 13 seconds of each other. One pass intercepted, second pass intercepted. Poor Tyler Thigpen. <laughs> He's better than that. Everybody knows that. It's just, oops, I mean, Adi Cole, nice work, man. Actually, no, it wasn't Tyler Thigpen on both. It was Brad Smith. Pardon me. Tyler Thigpen got an interception, and then Brad Smith, who uh, completed one pass. Well, actually two, but one of them was to Adi Cole. <laughs> the wonderful quarterback rating of zero. Sorry about that mistake there, but 
you know, it was late in the game and you get kind of distracted, especially when something exciting like that happens. You're more interested in what Adi Cole did than who actually threw the ball at that point. Good stuff. Um, that Buffalo game, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was encouraging in a lot of ways. You know, the quarterback, the defense looked better. Of course, you get this nice plays by Adi Cole that I keep talking about. Blair Walsh kicking was incredible. I mean, that... <laughs> That's the one position you could say in the preseason where it's like, hey, you you, can't, you don't have to just come on and say, oh, who cares? It's just preseason. Well, Blair Walsh made those kicks. <laughs> he did. You know, it's not a clutch moment in the NFC Championship game or anything, but hey, he made kicks of over forty yards. And yes, it was indoors, but he still made them. He still made them because people missed him. Man, Doug Bryan couldn't make extra points. <laughs> There are guys that have NFL roster spots that can't make an extra point sometimes. So, very encouraging again. Blair Walsh did great. Cole, obviously, a thousand times mentioned. Ponder, a thousand times mentioned. Jerome Simpson looks good. Exciting. Marvin Mitchell, <laughs> yeah, not the most exciting player ever because he's like 28 already, but he looks okay too. Uh, good stuff. Of course, Khalil, as mentioned before, looks utterly fantastic. Virtually lights out. The overall offensive line is better than it was. That's a very, very good thing. Isn't it, though? So let's get back to the uh, Facebook page real quick. Sebastian's saying he was impressed with a lot of the starters. Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's on, on both sides of the ball. That makes me kind of excited. Simpson was awesome. Might be back in the Pondwager, Ponder bandwagon. Um, he was talking about the yep. So kind of left off from that one before. Now we get to uh, Tony Coleman. Tony Coleman's uh, post here. First post in about a month, but hey, very cool to have him back here. He says I recorded the Vikes Bills game on my DVR and watched it later. <laughs> it cut off before the game was over. It stopped when it was 1914. So then I went over to Vikings.com just to verify the final score. You can imagine my surprise when I saw the score was 36-14. to 14. Thank goodness for online, online highlight reels. I'm sad I missed the ending. And yeah, two words. Adi Cole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two words. Yeah. Very simple ones, aren't they? Truth in linebacker. Truth in interception. There we go. Hey, there you go. Adi. Truth in interception. Yeah, that's kind of dumb, but at least it's a start. <clears throat> hey, we could, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take anything we can get at this point. If it's a dumb joke or a dumb bit, hey, as long as it helps us win football games, it doesn't matter how dumb it is. <laughs> to the Twitter account, there were a couple mentions on there. Purple Mafia Show. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show or at Purple Mafia Show, however what you want to say it. Uh, True Vikes fan, at True Vikes fan, was telling me good luck. Hope it's fast and painless because, yeah, Purple Mafia's host, Paladino Joey, had a root canal about a week ago. And it was fast and painless. Yeah. Until the next day. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It still hurts. Yeah. It's been about a week and it still hurts. So, True Vikes fan, if you're listening, I'm not sure if they're a listener or just a Twitter follower, just kind of on there to conversate, not necessarily doesn't know about the show yet. But uh, if you are a listener, thank you for the for the wish, and hope, hopefully the pain goes away soon. It's getting better, but it's taking way too long. Way too long. Yeah. Uh, Dale Davies, out of Wales, I believe. Yeah, I believe he's out of Wales, from what I saw. 
Uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, he's a Bears fan. His Twitter handle is at BombBomb, so B-O-M-B-O-M 77. He says, hey there, would you would you like to be a guest on NFC North Fan Roundtable hosted by Bear Downuck? <laughs> if you would, tweet back. He was talking about that. We'll get back to that in a second. Hannah Sheldon says she was at the uh, the dentist herself, goes to happy place. <laughs> so we got a little dentist conversation there. Sorry about that, guys, but, eh, you know, Dale Davies is checking to see if I got his tweet, and I do apologize for that. He says, cheers. Yep, and, uh, yes, I, yep, it took a couple days to get to it. I kind of was out of the loop there for a little bit. Justin in Rochester shouting out for me some more. At uh, Jday underscore 24. Yep, do, do give Justin in Rochester a follow. Good good guy, very good guy. Long, uh, He was like a listener a long time ago and came back, so kind of like that. We talked about that on the previous show. And a lot of guys shouting out to me on here in these little <laughs> deals. Purple Love, that's Craig. Purple Love 021, that's at or whatever. Uh, and then at Vikings Chad doing another one, saying Skull, uh, like that. I appreciate that very much, guys. Man, it just kept going for a while there. Dale Davies saying, no worries about me being late on tweeting back. We have our roundtable set for Sunday, but uh, have a Viking at present. Maybe looking for for one before the regular season games. If you're interested, if anything changes, I'll let you know. So yeah, if you're listening, Dale, yeah, let's give it a shot, as long as the schedule works out. My schedule is kind of crazy. Um, my schedule is kind of crazy. I work two jobs, and I work, you know, sometimes I work late at night. It can get tough. I, I usually record my shows in the late at night, too, so that's another thing for all of you to note. I mean, it's usually when you hear, we usually... Yeah, when you're hearing my voice on the podcast, I'm, it's, I've recorded it in the nighttime, which I am right now as well. True Vikes fan tweeted back to say, glad to know I'm not in as much pain. I hate the dentist, and for anyone who has to go, LOL, I'm a chicken. Nice. Vikings, uh, Vikings idealist, cool. He tweets back saying, we're playing the Bills in the preseason, but I think we have a shot to win four. Yes. That was when I said the Vikings uh, definitely look improved. He says, yeah, we have a shot to win four. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sarcasm there. Yeah, the Vikings will win four. I'm leaning to closer to like six or seven, honestly. That was a conversation I kind of got going there for a little while. Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm thinking six or seven. But right now, we're a better team, I agree. He types in WTF better. Is him to say he thinks we're a lot better, I think. Oh, that's Craig actually said that, not Vikings Idealist. Craig thinks we're a lot better. He says, yeah, it's a start. We are nine, we're a nine-plus win team if no major injuries. Ooh, I, I'm not going that far yet. I'm not going to go that far yet. I'm going to say seven right now. I mean, I, I think this team is closer to the 2017 than the 2008 team. It's just, it's just too early in the development of very important positions right now for me to say that. Secondary is too, too, way too uh, raw. And, of course, Matt Khalil just started. Ponder's pretty raw still, but looking way better. Or, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, it's, if it's too good to be, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. That's kind of how I'm saying. Dale Davis gave a shout-out. Davies gave a shout-out. <coughs> to his new followers, being me being one of them. Thanks for the following. Yep, thank you as well. Yeah, just met him this past week. 
thank you again for that. Very cool. I, I'm not sure how long he's been listening. Maybe he'll tell me on Twitter. That'd be cool. Yeah, and a quick little thing came up at the end here. <laughs> it came up yesterday afternoon. There's a slight little rumor mill going around about possibly Tavares. Yeah, that guy. Uh, do I have to say his name again? Yeah, Tavares Jackson maybe coming back here? Oh my god! It's like, what were they thinking? It- Not sure I can handle that. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, Tavares Jackson back in the Vikings. Um, okay. <laughs> and that kind of comes back from, uh, well, the conversation with Sebastian Balls uh, earlier about, you know, boss, you know, possibly getting rid of Sage Rosenfels. Right now, no. You look at the quarterback coming down the roster, the Vikings aren't going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's just a possibility that maybe they'll be interested in trading for him. But right now, or maybe picking him up, you know, off waivers or whatever. Why would you do that? You, you mean, Joe Webb is better than Tavares Jackson. You know, if you're going to keep Webb as the backup, he's better than Tavares Jackson, and I think uh, Sage Rosenfels would be more stable, say, if you're going in the Sage Rosenfels range. Webb is better, and Rosenfels is just more stable. Why, why would you bring Tavares back? Doesn't make any sense. I don't think so. Uh, Pab8484 at PAB8484 says, no way, that's just a rumor. I was saying it is, but you never know, or something like that. I forget how I said it. And he says, I know, I have nightmares of his jump passes against the Eagles. Yeah, that was hell. He did some of those against the New York Giants, too, in his last game that he actually played here for the Vikings. He looked so good. Yeah, he had two touchdown passes and three interceptions. It was like, this guy just, he's terrible. Sam Gupta. Sam Gupta. I haven't heard from him in a long time. He says, at Beagle Breath is his uh, handle on Twitter. He says, I, I just can't see that either. Does Cleveland need a quarterback? Maybe we'll see T-Jack and Chili part two. You know, and it's like, you know, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> in a sick way, that makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if that happened. I wouldn't, unless Cleveland's like, Chili, just shut up and, and coach the offense, okay? Don't even think about it. <laughs> unless Cleveland does that, but, hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he went there to be the backup. Um, McCoy's still there, though, from what I remember. But do they are they completely done with McCoy, or what's the deal? Would they want to bring in Tavares Jackson, because he's a little older? Uh, Whedon is obviously going to start. He's like 28. Okay, yeah, that, that is kind of funny how Cleveland may finally have an okay quarterback, but he's 28 already. Let's just hope he has a more more success than Chris Winkie did. God love Chris Winkie, Minnesota native, horrible NFL quarterback. End of discussion on that one. And it's going to be the end of the episode. We're going to head off into the sunset here. We're going to get to the uh, contact details. Mentioned before, Pro Bowl Mafia is available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Thank you always for that. Uh, please do join the message boards on that very sportsstuff.com. Simply type in the sportsstuff.com forward slash boards. Go on there, click register, get, sign up for your screen name, get in those forums. They are split in divisions. You got the North and all that stuff, NFC North. You can talk to all those rival Bear fans, Packer fans. I actually said the name of the team. Sorry about that. I was going to like not say their name on the show. <laughs> and Lions fans, guys like that. And, of course, the Vikings all of us in there and other divisions as well. 
maybe you're a Jets fan or a Steelers fan or a Dolphins fan, whatever, there you go. Get in there and talk on those boards. Interact. Enjoy. Contact me on there, of course. You have the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Click like on there. Interact with me. Let's get some new people on there. Doggone it. And, of course, Twitter. At Purple Mafia Show. At Purple Mafia Show. Do follow that account. Would be great. I'm, I'm always available, guys, to be tweet, tweet. My schedule may stink, but I'm always willing to communicate with you. I have a Android smartphone, the Droid 3. It gives me an alert. I'm going to get back to you. I'm really annoyed at myself that I didn't get back to Dale Davies faster at BombBomb77. I'm annoyed at myself for that, so I do apologize if you're listening. Hopefully you are, because you knew my name, so I don't actually have my name, Joey, on the Twitter account, so he must be a listener. Um... That'd be great. You know, great to hear from you guys out there. It's always welcome, of course, as I mentioned, the Facebook group as well. And the sportsstuff.com. Don't forget the phone lines, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do you uh, treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling in for, which is Purple Mafia. Statement, shout-out, question, comment, anything, everything. <laughs> always welcome on the show. Anthony from L.A., miss you, man. Brent Jacobson. Oh, my goodness. It's been how long since we've heard from Brent Jacobson? I think 2010. I know he listens out there. He hasn't been able to hear all of them sometimes. Had iPod problems at times, but... Oh, I hope you're listening, Brent. I'm, I miss you. I miss hearing from you on this show. Great caller. Ollie out there. Don't... And new faces out there. Or faces that might be familiar, but they never called in. Hey, call in. Dying for it. And again, always, hey guys out there, if you want this show to grow, and it needs to grow, doggone it, tell your tell your friends. Spread the word about Purple Mafia. would be terrific. Be it Twitter, Facebook, or in person, whatever, you know. would be terrific to have that. I'd appreciate it very much. And don't be afraid to, to uh, re- uh, review me on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes if you have the time. That would be terrific. Thank you again for listening. My goodness, I think I might have gone under an hour on this one. I don't know how long since I've done that. I have no idea. (laughs) But I may have done it this time. Alright everybody, do take care. We'll be back sooner than later.